All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Hot Taking Ain't Easy. Uh, it's your boy, Joey, and I got my buddy, Zebo King, back in the building. What's going on, everybody? How we doing tonight? How we doing? Hopefully, the audio is coming in fine over the recording because uh, we're having some uh, headset issues over in the Oof. Dawson household. Yeah, so, it's bad. So we're doing what we can. Hopefully, it's not that bad. It's not that bad for me, so hopefully it translates to you guys um what we got for you today uh i had a lot of fun doing my my hate takes last time around and this is the perfect time to for me to to share another one because i had another one and uh let's just jump right into it with the fact that i hate when it gets to the college football playoffs i hate when you, you root for your conference to win even if it's a rival, whoever it is. I hate when you have Florida Gator fans or Auburn fans rooting for Alabama to win just because it's the SEC and SEC strong. I hate that because I, when Florida State was in the championship, I didn't want them to win. I wanted them to get smoked. I, who oh, cares yeah. about my conference? I don't get anything for that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Do you think Michigan fans should be rooting for Ohio State this week or Monday night? No. Hell. Auburn should be rooting for Alabama? No. It, uh, fuck the conference. Who cares about the conference? You, I don't get any reward for my conference winning the championship. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you, sh and you shouldn't. And it's, I, I mean, I, I'm a big Maryland fan, so I guess my conference is the Big Ten, which means you're trying to tell me that I got to cheer for Ohio State. Uh, I'm not cheering for Ohio State. I could give a rat's ass. I can honestly give a rat's ass who's in the who's in the championship right now. I'm going to watch because I love football. I love college football. I love prospects. But it, it, to me, it doesn't really matter who wins. The only thing that matters to me who wins is where I put my freaking money on on Monday. That's who I care that's going to win. All right, I don't give two shits if it's the Big Ten, the ACC, the the SEC. It doesn't matter to me. I just that's one thing I'll never get. And you get people on social media and they're chanting. SEC, SEC, we're so much better than you guys. It's like, no, you're not. Alabama's so much better than everybody. It's not you guys. Alabama's carried that conference for the better part of a decade now. And, years, and all the, the bottom mid-feedered SEC teams, they want to talk about how good they are, how strong the conference is, because they're, Alabama's just running over everybody. You got Tennessee fans and Kentucky fans and Vanderbilt fans. You guys are – garbage you're not any good at football south carolina but you're like oh hey sec won a championship we're that good i'm gonna root for them no i want anybody that is an a, opponent of mine or an enemy of mine uh, whoever i play yearly i don't want them to win anything because that's that's a person i'm gonna have to talk shit with in my real life going forward and they're like oh well we won the championship in 2020 2021 mm -hmm. what did you guys do oh well i cheered for you guys no, I, I, I absolutely despise that. Can you imagine we're in the Super Bowl and you have – you're a Patriots fan. You're, you have the Jets in the Super Bowl. Are you rooting for the oh, Jets God. in the Super Bowl? Yeah, well, hell no. You're probably not. Right. You think the Steelers and the Ravens are rooting for each other in the playoffs because they're in the oh, AFC God. North? No, oh, it's, it's not happening. I, I just – it's such a stupid concept that I, you see it every year around this time. And it just fucking eats me alive. I just hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's as it should. I mean, it's like you said, if you not everything's all professional sports here and there, but when it comes down to it, it 
let's put a great example. You are a diehard Raiders fan through and through. There's a really good shot that Chiefs can be in the Super Bowl. And I can tell you the last team I know you're going to cheer for Super Bowl Sunday, if it's the Chief, is going to be the Chiefs, right? You could, it, it doesn't matter who the other guy is. You're not going to vote for the Chiefs. Just like I'm not going to vote for the Jets. I, I got some money on the Bills, so I wouldn't mind seeing them there on Super Bowl Sunday. But, uh, you know, depending on that, it, you know, it, it's, I just want to see the best game. When it gets down to it, when my team's on it, I just want to see an entertaining game because that's why I watch sports. I love sports for the entertainment aspect of it. You know, it's, I don't care about conferences. I don't care about alliances and stuff like that. That stuff's bullshit, man. Okay, yeah. it is what it is. It's a great hate take. Um, yeah, I think you. I think you hit the nail on the head, brother. Yeah, I don't think you get any any bonus points for your conference winning the championship or your division winning the Super Bowl. Or uh, it just, I think it's stupid. Red Sox fans aren't going to root for the Yankees just because they're in the AL East. You're, it, it's just it, things like that just don't happen. And the fact that it happens yearly in college football and college basketball, it just, it's asinine to me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, that's a great hate take. I mean, I, I got one that's been boiling my blood here for the better part of the last three weeks. And it's, um, it's, it's officiating at all levels, but college basketball officiating this year has been atrocious. Jesus Christ. You know, like, look, I get some, and there's, there's officials everywhere that like to try and be bigger than the game. And that's, it's that's not okay, but like you learn to accept it with the with the flying up the court to throw the charge up or smacking their hips real big for a blocking foul or or trying to throw a, a coach out just because he heard him say whatever it could be. I get it. I get this your job, okay. But here's the thing: there's been more charges called this year than in the first. Uh, I guess we're probably almost a month and a half into the season. Whatever the number was, there's been more charges this year. There's like a 22% uptick in charges this year, along with ejections and technical fouls. Now, here's the thing. Look, you, it, it, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There's no fans. You can hear everything that's going on. And here's the thing. You couldn't hear it before because of all the fans. You couldn't hear the coaches murmur on the sideline like, oh, this fucking ref, that's a bad call. Okay, well, guess what, dude? You make bad calls, you're going to get freaking judged for it. That's, your, that's why you get paid the big bucks, okay? At the same time just just do your part stay out of the game make the calls that keep everyone safe that make the play that make it the plays the correct plays and just just stay the hell out of the way i'm so sick and tired of these officials getting to uh getting where it's it's, it's them versus uh you know and this i'm watching indiana wisconsin in the background right now it's it's the refs versus indiana versus wisconsin that's not right okay and yet here we are and it's just i'm tired of it man i can't stand it anymore or, you know, I don't know how big of a college basketball guy you are. I'm a huge basketball guy. It absolutely ruins the game for me, and I'm getting tired of it. So. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, this year does seem also a lot more uh, bad calls than usual. Mm -hmm. um, the charging call in college basketball has gotten so far out of control that it's just bailing all these kids out from playing defense. Even in the NBA, it's just it's bailing players out from legitimately playing defense. There's no need to do it anymore. Let me just slide step in front of you, and I'm going to fall backwards. And guess what? Turnover, our ball, it's a charge. And I agree with you about the, the refs making it about themselves. You see that all the time, and um, it's a big thing in baseball. Baseball guys, umpires, they always think it's about them. They want to make the right call. They want to not, not even necessarily make the right call. They want to make the call that everybody's going to be talking about. It's If you just do a little hashtag search on Twitter and uh, – Hashtag Joe Hernandez. Oh, God, I love it. Oh, oh my God, Joe West. 
not even well those names will pop up but if you just ha if you hashtag ump show u-m-p-s-h-o-w you're gonna see a ton of awful calls and and the umpires are just so willing to make things about themselves there's an argument or if a manager goes to argue they're quick to t take their mask off and throw them out of the game and a lot mo majority of the time umpires instigate the shit so mm -hmm. oh, yeah oh big time they're trying to make it about them and it's it's an ump show it's a ref show and I agree with you about this. It's 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 ruining the the joy of the sport. Yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, I, that's that's all I wanted to say on it. I just you know this is this is my platform to come out and speak on the stuff that I feel passionately about in sports, and I, I appreciate you more and more every time you let me come out here and do it. Um, and I just I was sitting there and honestly watching you know my turfs play tonight. You know if you by the time this comes out, the game will have been over for a while, and thank God for that because Iowa trounced us. Um, but you know, it's just it's it's absolutely abysmal, man. And it's it's blowing games. It's you know, and I get there's entertainment. Like I said, I want to see entertainment, but you know, sometimes and there's things officials just just do stuff to keep teams in the game. Honestly, it's keeping a bad team in a game for longer. That's not the way it's supposed to be. If you got Gonzaga that's going to come out and beat the brakes off of Southeastern University by 55 points, okay, what good am I going to be making it a 20 point game at halftime when it shouldn't be more than a 40 point game at halftime? It's just what it is. Um, but, you know, that's that's all I want to say about it. You know, we're talking about hate takes, and and now it's time for the exciting part, man. So let's let's get into these picks. Um, I'm really excited for this weekend. This is going to be a, this is going to be an awesome weekend. We get two extra games for, for wildcard weekend. I mean, honestly, wildcard weekend always didn't seem long enough in my eyes. I, I was, I, I've always been begging for another game, and they finally got it. So we're going to see if it lives up to the hype this year. So Yeah, this uh, is perfect. I love the the seven teams with the one team going to buy. I love that yeah, idea. Um, absolutely. It, it in most years I think it'll give majority of teams to play to the the final week like this week yes. with the, this week with the Packers and the Seahawks and the Saints yeah. all playing for the one spot. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen in the AFC as there was only one team good enough to beat the Chiefs this year. Uh, let's, <laughs> we don't we don't have to go any further into that oh, one God, team. But go. there was one team that could only beat them, and that's yep. and, you're right. There there was, and and they beat them. They should have beat them twice, honestly. They, but. Yeah, they should have beat them twice. But they should have beat them twice. But we're not going to go into that. You know what? It's playoff season. Um, I tell you what. How about I do Saturday uh, first, then you do your Saturday, then you can start off Sunday. How's that sound? Absolutely. So awesome. Good deal. All right. Let's uh, let me pull up my my little book here. But all right. Let's see. So Saturday, the first Saturday, one o'clock game. You got the Colts and the Bills. Yes, sir. We do. And it. Uh, you know, as far as the game goes, I like the I like the Bills to win. Um, out outright, uh, the spread that I have here is the Bills at minus six currently. Um, with that, I'm going to I I think the Bills are going to cover. Um, you know, the Colts have been very. And if you watched the the Steeler game this past or the Steeler game two weeks ago, along with who they played Jacksonville this week, you know, it is a lot of uh, they have a lot of they play a lot like basketball, streaky. You know, there's there's these streaks where they score three, three touchdowns and three drives. Then there's a streak where they will not move the ball across midfield for 20 minutes of game time uh as far as the bills go I, I don't think there's a hotter team on the planet personally than the buffalo bills um chiefs chiefs look good packers are running well but you know josh allen is finally starting to figure out his him what he does best and i you know they finally got a nice offense coordinator in there that has developed him into a hell of a quarterback um big fan of mcdermott over there uh i think he's i think he's a hell of a coach um 
And I, you know, my first pick is I'm going to go Buffalo minus six. I think honestly, you know, it's early and I'm going to start it, but that's going to be my moral lock of the week. Uh, I think that it's an underdog money line, but I, I, the bills minus six, I'm going to ship a, a healthy amount on it myself. So that, uh, that's the one I like first. So wow. my man. Oh yeah. Early, you, hear, early. you hear that? The lock of the week. Lock of the week. Oh, well, well, watch out. We're throwing a curveball at him this week. Oh, well, uh, let me go against your lock. Cause I like the Bills to win. I like the Colts to cover. Um, okay. I think my book has it at six and a half. Um, okay. So Colts getting six and a half. Uh, there's one thing that they can do. Well, I guess let's say two things. There's two things that they can do. They can play defense and they can run the ball. There's yeah. one thing that the Bills really struggle with, and that's stopping the run. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I see this. It really depends on how the Colts come out. If they come out with the ball first, um, they run the ball, drain some clock, push it down, maybe get a field goal, get a touchdown, maybe come out, get a stop. At, at right there, the first driver two will tell you, I think, all you need to know about this game. Let's say the Bills get the ball, come out, score a touchdown, get a stop, score a field goal, go up two possessions in the first two, three possessions. It's, it's probably going to be a Bills route. Um, Colts yeah. don't have the firepower to keep up. Philip Rivers' arm is dead, and it's been dead for a couple of years. The fact he's still out there cashing <laughs> checks is is unbelievable. Um, that Colts offense does have playmakers with Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman and T. Y. Hilton. They have they have weapons. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor in the run game they seem to have figured it out. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I I think that they keep it close. The hell they figure out that he's an actual like star. That's what they figured out, right? Then let him just keep running the ball over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, he's finally hitting the hole. He's seeing things. It looks like it's it's slowing down for him. Yeah. Um, now he just needs to hold on to the ball. That was his only gripe in college, and if he he can do that now, I think not not to to bring bad light to your mortal lock, but I like the Colts getting six and a half, but the Bills to win outright. That's fine. Trust me. I, Guys, you know, me and Joe were talking about this this last week. I, I, I had trouble with doing the uh, potty last week, and thank God for that because I cost myself a lot of money, and I would have cost you guys a lot of money that listened to me because uh, it sounds like Joey had it figured out with the Clemson and the Bama picks because I picked Clemson and Bama to both cover, and God knows that didn't happen. Yeah, uh, you guys would have been – apparently you would have been screwed if they listened to you, and they would have been great if they listened to me because well, – I, I loved Alabama to win, Notre Dame in the points, um, and I loved Ohio State to win. Uh, I just – there was just – I don't know. It was just lucky. It's just pure luck. Well, it, it is, but it's also – there's a lot of knowledge to it, guys. Trust me. We Joey and I put a lot of time and effort in this. And here's the thing. If you – if we had talked about the podcast last week, we're just going to touch on it now because because I brought it up. I brought it up myself. Bama was going – it was going to – it was going to come down if Bama could stop him at the end for on, on bullshit, which is exactly what I knew was going to – knew it was going to happen and um the problem was they just they they didn't do it I, as soon as as soon as Saban got that 15-yard penalty for no reason up 22 or 21 22 whatever they were up I was like well there it is that's it I, I just knew I knew they're gonna go down and score I said well they want the cover um and then Clemson Clemson Ohio State man I, I didn't see that I you know I don't you can say you saw Ohio State winning that's a great call. I, nobody saw Ohio State doing to Clemson what they did. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Um, unless were you going to say Clemson I, or Ohio State was going to rattle? I, no, no, no. I didn't think they'd win big. I, I thought it was going to be a close game, but I thought Ohio State was going to win. Um, I thought it was going to play out 
similar to the way it was because you saw a completely different offense with from Ohio State than you've seen pretty much all year. It, it seemed like they they had their their playoff offense stored away and, and, and just held it in the back burner all year until they really needed it. Um, I thought it was going to be a shootout, like 49, 45, or something along those lines. Um, I didn't think Clemson's defense was all that good, and I thought that the public was going to be all over Clemson because of what we most recently saw with Ohio State struggling against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I just – I wasn't going to take that bait myself. I figured the best bet was Ohio State money line, Ohio State getting the points if you wanted to play it safer. Uh, I just thought that was a way for Vegas to to get one. Yeah, I, and, and you, you would have been correct. And uh, kudos to you. Ho- um, Sally, hopefully you won some good money off it yourself, which – I always like hearing my boys do well, um, but let's uh, let's 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 stop ba- let's stop talking about how bad my losses were last week, and let's get to this week to see if I can get it back. Um, the next game is, in my opinion, probably the most interesting game of the week was going to be the Browns versus Steelers. I, I, you know, the COVID I feel like is probably doing the Browns in. Um, we'll get to that game. We'll get to that game later. But uh, this is going to be, in my opinion, the most interesting game of the week with the Rams at the Seahawks uh, for the 430 game. And in my book, the Rams are getting three points, but on even money, not minus 110, which tells you that it's it, – most bets, the, the whole point, the reason the point spread, guys, is to, to get you pretty much even money minus one – or minus 110, not even money. So when it's even, it means, you know, Vegas is kind of leaning a little bit away from that or they, they're a little undecided with the public. Um, so I'm going to start – I uh, – this is a tough one for us to call on a Thursday night, guys, at 9 o'clock because there's a lot to be decided. Cooper Cup was just activated yesterday. Um, Jared Goff, you still don't know if he's going to play, uh, you know, so you don't know what quarterback you're going to get. At the same time, you know, John Wolford didn't look terrible against a bad Cardinals team. You know, he brought a little bit of uh, the, you know, the, the run capability that Jared Goff doesn't provide you. And Jared Goff, in my opinion, that could begin with. So, but he's, he's a very good game manager. So with all that being said, uh, Andrew Whitworth or Albert, I'm sorry, Albert, uh, is it not Haynes, is it Hainsworth or Whitworth? He's, they're starting left tackle. The one yeah, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth. I'm sorry. I always get him and Hainsworth mixed up for some reason. He was activated today. He will come back. He's going to start. Uh, he still has a torn MCL and PCL as far as I've heard, but he's rehab. He will be wearing a brace, and he is coming back to start. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to go with the Rams plus three. Uh, not as a lock, but if, if I had to bet money on it, I'm going, to, I'm going to take the points with the Rams. These games are usually played pretty close. I, I know the Rams beat them once this year. Uh, and, it's, you know, it's Russ Wilson, in my opinion, is – this, this second half of the season has been struggling. This deep ball has not been there. You know, I don't know what's up with DK and Lockett, you know, but I don't know if they're going to get it figured out. And I think it's a toss-up, and if I'm getting points, I'm going to take them. So I would like to hear what you got to say on the brother. Now, with your Rams getting points, do you think they win or do you think they just cover? Because that's going to be a close – that's a close cover. If you're only getting three, that means – I, th- I think if, if I'm going to take them at, at plus three at, at even money, I might as well I'm, – I'm probably would just bet uh, money line, which is plus 155 in my book right now. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I would probably do. I would probably go with Rams to win money line. 
but the cover is three. I feel a lot safer just betting that if you're, you know, if it's even money, if you want to be a little bit more, you know, uh, say overtime, a lot of overtime games happen in the playoffs and, you know, the rules, you at least get your money back if it's three. It's fluctuated between three and three and a half. I would feel much safer with three and a half, um, but at three, I would, I would still take it at three. So Yeah, what I got right here, it says three and a half. So um, if you had mine, you would probably take the Rams for sure. Yep. I, on the other hand, am going against you again because I'm taking the Seahawks minus three and a half. Um, I don't necessarily – you think this is going to be the best game? I don't necessarily think this is going to be a close game. I'm banking on Jared, uh, Jared Goff not playing, and I don't think the Rams will be – I don't think uh, Wolford will be good enough to keep up with, the, with Russ in the playoffs. I know he hasn't been doing as well as he has uh, in the beginning of the year, um, but there's one thing that has changed with Seattle is their defense has completely flipped the switch where they were like historically bad to first half of the year to where um, since week, what is it, like 12, they've been like the number one scoring defense. Um, you're not going to have this random guy, John Wolford, come in and, and just start torching the number one scoring defense, the hottest defense in the league. right? I, I just don't see that happening. Even if Goff is healthy, um, a broken thumb is – it's not good for anybody in, in football, and it's definitely not going to be good for a quarterback. So yeah. even if he does play, I think it'll probably be worse um, if he's in there. I agree. I agree with you. That's a, so, you make a great point. I think that, yes, I, I think you make a great point, and I, I should touch on it myself. Yeah, with, with, with golf with the broken thumb, I think they have a better chance with Walford or Walford, however the hell you pronounce it. I You know, I – I just Whitworth is a big even at 39 years old he's a he's a big piece even with how good Seattle's defense has been and they have they've since the what was it Carlos Dunn lap trade and uh, Jamal Adams got healthy it's big mm -hmm. you know and here's the thing that that could really help because Jamal Adams isn't the best coverage guy but run stopper he's a great run support safety and that's what the Rams did when they beat him the first time is they kept the ball in Russ Wilson's hands and if you kind of look that was kind of turning point in Russ Wilson's season um, I'm pretty sure going into that week I want to say he was the odds on favorite to win MVP it was him or Mahomes um, and then he laid an absolute egg I know because he it, that started my fantasy downturn as well uh, because he was carrying me the first uh, nine ten weeks of the season um, and so you know it's I just – it's one of the it's, – it's the game where I'm the most guessing on this game. How about that? So, I don't know what to expect. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a division game. You just talked about hated divisions. All, all these division games are close, guys. I can tell you right now, when the Raiders were the team that was closest to beating the Chiefs, beat them once and closest to beating them the second time, no other team has played the Chiefs that close all season. Uh, and like I said, they should have won both times. There's a reason for that, guys. First of all, it was the Raiders' Super Bowl. We get that. But there's just – they're – what's the – you know, what, what they get up for those games, I guess that's the best way to put it. Ravens, Steelers, um, uh, Patriots, Bills, uh, Patriots, Jets, back when the Jets were somewhat relevant. It's just what it is, guys. That's what happens. Browns, Steelers. You'll probably see the Browns get up as best they can without having – Literally anybody, but like I said, we'll touch on that. So that's that's what we're gonna go with. Um, I, I, you know, I'm I want to propose something to you here, Joey. Uh, uh, let's. I was sitting here thinking about this before we started these picks, and we're I'm excited. We're gonna do it again next week, I'm sure, as the playoffs go on. Um, so 
and we can open this up to our other friends. Now, obviously, none of them could could join us tonight. They were busy with doing stuff. Uh, but you know, it sounds like we will probably be dropping something about a watch party this weekend, watching some of the playoff games. But how about I? I want to challenge you just because you and I love going back and forth with picks. All right. Now you and I are in a couple fantasy leagues together. Um, you know, I say we do the cheaper one. We'll do our dynasty league. How about I, I want to bet you a buy-in on a playoff challenge. We'll keep track of all the games starting with this weekend, all the way through the Super Bowl. Um, we can do spreads or just straight up, whatever you like to do. It sounds like, we're, I say we do spreads just because we'll probably pick similar, and but like this one, obviously split, but the Bills, you don't think the Bills are going to cover. You're going to pick the Colts. Keep track of it. Um, in, in case you're wondering, our, our cheapest buy-in is $75. I think it's friendly. We can do that as, as our buy-in for next year. Uh, I mean, what, it's going to be three games, three games, two games, two games. Well, what's that? Three, six, 10, 12, 13 games total between now and Super Bowl. Is that right? For, uh, something, I, something along that. I'm, I'm no mathematician, but it's somewhere around there. Shot. We'll let the other idiots in if they, if they want to join us, um, just because they're all competitive like you and I are. But uh, what do you say? I, I challenge yeah. you right here on the podcast. What do you think, my friend? Absolutely. Seeing how I think I'm already 2-0, and oh, I'm, I'm all in on that. <laughs> he said make it two buy-ins. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good with that. That's a good idea. Awesome, awesome. All right, good stuff. Well, Folks, you heard it here first, our first bet challenge here. Uh, you know, me, me and Joe are going to go at it here for our playoff challenge. So let me finish up my last Saturday, and then we're going to get to your Sunday games. Saturday night game is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. In my book right now, the Buccaneers are minus seven and a half. Um, I'm going to start with this one because you get to start on Sunday games. I like Buccaneers minus seven and a half here. Uh, why? Well, first of all, you don't know what's going to happen in quarterback for the for Washington. Um, I like Alex Smith. You know, he didn't look very good on Sunday night. You know, it was a controversial way how they fucking won the game to begin with, but you know, whatever, it happened. Um, so I, you got Tom Brady. Look, Tom Brady and the Bucks are on fire right now. Um, Brady has started off slow almost all season in these games, but, you know, he's, he's picked it up. And now these last three games, he's actually started out pretty, pretty hot, if you haven't noticed. Now it's against bad teams. Uh, but you know, here's the thing, guys. It, it can the, your your opinion can change or differ. Brady, if he's not the greatest of all time, is one of the greatest. He's the greatest in my book and a lot of people's book that I know. Um, and uh, I like him to. I like them to cover the spread. I you know I see a I see a 27 to to 10 score or something like that in this game. What do you think, Joey? I could easily see that happening. Um, I am, however, going with the other side of things here. Um, we also we are going to be different once again. I'm going to take the Washington football team at home plus eight. My book says eight. You have seven and a half. Seems like we have a difference of a kicker for every single every single one. I have half a point kicker, higher one. The Colts I have six and a half. Rams I have three and a half. Washington I have eight. So I have that little extra kick on all my picks. It seems like. Uh, but I, I there's one thing that the Bucks uh, well that, that Tom Brady has always struggled with and it's not just him it's every quarterback but he has noticeably played different when he faces a very strong pass rush mm-hmm. and there's one thing that this Washington team can do and that is rush the passer you got Chase Young you got Montez Sweet uh you got Jonathan Allen up front you it's just, you're you have a loaded defensive front in Washington and if they can 
muster any little bit on offense. I'm thinking if they can get to if they can get three scores, 17 to 21 points, I think that they it's an easy cover. Um, I think the Bucks win somewhere between four to six points. Uh, it's on the road, night oh. game. Uh, Tom Brady's old. He's not playing very well at at eight at eight fifteen. He's that's that's getting close to bedtime. Uh, yeah, that's, that's like that, so yeah. so Tom Brady. Yeah, we're talking about nine p.m. at night. He's he's in overtime there. Yeah, he's he's got to take a nap during the day to try and stay up for that. And I I just think uh, I think Washington gets to him. I think they rat him a little bit. Uh, I think Alex Smith makes enough plays to not enough smart plays to not turn the ball over to not hurt the, the, the Washington football team, to, to keep them within the eight. Uh, whether I end up getting a backdoor cover, however I get it, I, I think this is going to be a relatively close game, and I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. But I do think the Bucks win. I don't, I don't think they lose, but I think it's going to be a very close game. Okay, that's fair enough. So let's recap our first day, guys. Um, I, the, we both had the Bills to win. I had the Bills to cover the six-point spread. He is taking the Colts plus six and a half. Uh, second game, we have the uh, Rams versus Seahawks. I'm going with the Rams plus three, plus three and a half. Joey and I's books differ a little bit. Uh, Joey's going with the Seahawks. I know to win out right, and you have them cover as well, correct? Minus yeah. three. Plus yeah, two. I have them winning pretty easy. Gotcha, okay. And then last one is Bucks versus Redskins. We both have the Bucks winning, um, but I have the Bucks covering seven and a half, which it currently is. And Joey has the Redskins covering eight in his book. So that's our first picks. Let's go to Sunday, Joey. So tell me what you got, brother. All right. So the one o'clock game on Sunday is, for my money, the, the, the most exciting game on the, the weekend. It's the Ravens and the Titans. You have the third time these guys are meeting in a calendar year, which everybody's making a huge deal about. Uh, the Titans have punched the Ravens in the mouth two times in a row. Uh, and – in general, you would think there's no reason to, to think of any – why would anything be different? Nothing's changed. Uh, a little bit has changed. Ravens got Campbell. Ravens got Brandon Williams now. They think that's going to just completely stop Derrick Henry. You talk to some people. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that to be the case. Uh, I, I, about a couple months ago, I put 20 bucks on the Titans to win the Super Bowl. It pays out 600 I don't. <laughs> I don't like the way that's looking right now. Um, I actually like the Ravens to win this game. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Uh, yeah. I know they're getting, they're getting them at home this time around where they came into Baltimore and just danced on the logo and only player that showed any heart was the 60 year old Harbaugh. Uh, so I, I just, I think the Ravens are, they're going to put all their, the emotion into this game. And I think they come out and win. I think they just, I think they won it more this time around. Yeah. So I think the Ravens are going to win, but I think the Titans are going to cover. So give me the Ravens uh, to win. Titans plus three. And, it's three and a half now. It opened at four and a half, which I, I loved. Uh, three and a half is a bit dicey. I think the Ravens end up winning on, let's say, a blocked field goal. They block a field goal to win the game. Uh, they win by two or three points. But I'll take Titans plus three and a half. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're <laughs> – Huh. Well, to tell you the truth, my, my thoughts on this game as an entirety is it, the first thing first is when it comes to sports is really, really hard to beat a team three times. You already hit that nail on the head. 
I agree with you. Um, with that being said, it sounds like Calais Campbell is going to be a full go, which is huge when you're playing Derrick Henry. Um, they also have, uh, you know, Jahad Ward, who's playing a whole lot better himself. And then you got uh, – uh, what the heck's the other guy's name? Uh, Ngakwe is supposed to play, but, you know, he's more of a pass rush. He's not going to really do anything for Henry. Um, but w- with that being said, I'm going to go with Ravens, and I'm going to go with the Ravens to cover as well. I have them at three and a half in my book. Same thing with the Rams game. They're even money, not minus 110, which tells me, again, Vegas is kind of on the defense about it. So my guess is it might drop down to three, depending on where the money comes in here as the next couple of days go. Um, but – three three and a half and probably even four i like the ravens to cover i think the ravens i think the ravens have themselves today ravens are pretty pissed off lamar's got a pretty bad rap from a lot of people including you and i uh, as far as playoffs and being a quarterback in general so i'm gonna go with uh I, i don't think he really does as much with his arm i think he does enough with his arm but um i see him going probably probably triple digits on the ground um I see J.K. Dobbins having a really big game as well. Um, Gus Edwards, you know, I, I think that, you know, I think the Ravens, I'm not as impressed with their coordinators, but I think Harbaugh is a good enough coach to realize that Dobbins is a freaking stud. Not that Edwards is not, but Dobbins is cut from a different cloth um, is the easiest way to say it. And look, man, it's playoff time, okay? It's it's not time to baby these guys. And Dobbins, man, if he gets tired, take him out, let him get a breather. You got a fine running back right behind him to get some runs. But, but J.K. Dobbins needs to touch the ball 35 times this week 30 to 35 times is that high yeah but it's it, it, it and, that, and that might sound ridiculous to some people guys it's not okay i can tell you right now derrick henry's gonna touch the ball at least that amount if not 40 to 45 that's what they do this time of year it's gonna be a fast-paced game because the clock's not gonna stop running and um i like the ravens i like the ravens big so yeah, there's also this other thing we gotta think about with the titans is that two games in a row now nobody on that team can cover aj brown he just Dude. runs. He does whatever he wants on the field. They can't tackle him. They can't cover him. If Tannehill can hit him, I, I, this game just is – it's the highest over-under of the week. It's at, I got 54 and a half. There should yeah. be a lot of points. I know we're talking about the clock running, and there's going to be a lot of running the ball. So you think, like, well, clock's going to be running. Let's bet the under. I, I don't think so because neither defense can stop anybody. Titans aren't going to stop the Ravens. The Ravens aren't going to stop the Titans. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball to A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. A.J. Brown is going to do whatever he wants like he did the first couple of games. It's like you point out – I pointed out the last time they played um, when they won in overtime when Derrick Henry run. I was like the first half, I was like, man, A.J. Brown's just wide open all over the field. Nobody's even near him. And sure. they're like, well, he doesn't even have a catch. Well, yeah, none of these passes have been even close. That's not on – That's has nothing to do with him not dominating the game right now or dominating his <sighs> opponent. Right. I, I, I like Marlon Humphrey. He, he just – he could not keep up with him in either of the two games. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect that to continue. It's just a matter of if Tannehill can continue his playing as well as he has over the last year, uh, or if he just misses a couple times. Or it's just it. I just think the Ravens have too much emotion wrapped up into this game. I think they come out and they. I think they win. I do think Titans cover, um, and then I think this emotion for the Ravens gets all dumped out, and it's a huge. Uh, and I think they get smoked next week, no matter who they play. I think it's just. And it's just – it just drains them. It dumps them. They're going to put everything into this game. They're going to get by it. 
and they're like, oh man, we did it. Lamar got a win in the playoffs. It was that's that's what we really wanted. He can win. And then next week it's it's Bills by twenty, and uh, we're all talking about how Josh Allen should be MVP and shit like this. It'll be uh, it will be the Chiefs unless there's an upset. And the way we're talking, there won't be an upset, but. We'll see um, the way the the way the reseeding will go, but um, yeah, either way, Chiefs Bills right. either one either I think either team beats about twenty next week. Yeah, yep, I agree with you, up one hundred percent. To touch on the subject, since I got your pick locked in here, and, and I got now we got our fantasy on the line. Uh, don't know how much to read into it after a limited participant yesterday. AJ Brown didn't even practice today. Um, oh. with uh, I, I want to say a hand and an ankle. Don't know what you know. It's it. It's playoff time, so it's a little bit different, but a Thursday practice, guys, you know, if you follow football or anything at all, Thursday practices are pretty important and big, especially playoff week. And for him to for him to go downgraded, really, you know, because it doesn't sound like a vet day type of thing where, hey, he practiced yesterday, we're gonna we're gonna let off a little bit. You know, he didn't even didn't even suit up today. So something to keep your eye on, you know, that we might have to revisit this here in a couple yeah. of days as the watch party gets closer, but we'll see what comes tomorrow. I, you, with your picks, going to feel a lot better if you see him practice in any capacity tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know he was hurting uh, like that bad to miss practice today. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk to me if he misses practice tomorrow. I'm not worried about it until he misses I Friday. Like I like it. Okay. If, plays, if he practices Friday at all, I'm not concerned about it. It's the playoffs. He's going to suit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, actually, he may have a tough time doing what he typically does, though, with an ankle. So, yeah, that's or Corey and, Davis, and I'm all for that. I fucking love Corey Davis. I love Corey Davis too, man. He was awesome this year. He was, he, you know, he, he, you know, they, they, they decided not to give him his fifth year option. He bet on himself, and he's going to get paid this year. I don't know where he's going to go. You know, it's and that's something we got to talk about. I, I did. This might sound stupid coming from uh, someone that loves sports massage. Did you know Kenny Galladay is a free agent this year? Yep. I had no idea until I was reading some mock drafts, and they're like, yeah. This, some people were saying Jamar Chase to the Lions. I was like, why the hell would they do that? And yeah, the only me. the only receiver they have on the roster for next year is uh, Quintez Cephas or whatever. Quintez Cephas. That's, that's the only guy. That's why people are like, oh, go buy him, go buy him. Yeah, and that you can, but I'll, I'll wait to buy the new alpha in there, whichever receiver they draft. They're, yeah, they're let's draft so stacked, they're going to draft somebody, maybe even two guys, well, and they're going to be loaded. I have to imagine Galladay is restricted, right? Is he an, R- is he an RFA or is he uh, – I'm not 100% sure. I have, to check, I have to check on that. But it, that one caught me off guard a little bit. Um, right, let's get to the, the, the 4 o'clock game. The, got, the, Sunday, the Sunday 4 o'clock game, we have the Chicago Bears getting 10 points at the New Orleans Saints. Um, I think – I don't know how you feel about this one. Um, this is oh, – uh, You first, baby. Can I lay it on me? Uh, yeah, I, absolutely. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears plus 10. And a matter of fact, give me the Bears money line. I'm all in on the Bears Whoa, this week. Holy shit. I got plus 400 for the Chicago Bears right now. Give me that all day. I think Drew Brees' arm is absolutely falling off. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can do anything but throw it to Kamara. And Kamara's banged up. Oh, yeah. Big time. A banged up Kamara who might not play. Drew Brees with no arm, who uh, with the Saints team, whose defense is not very good. Allen Robinson is going to do whatever he wants to anybody that's covering him. Uh, Darnell Mooney is going to do whatever he wants to whoever's covered him. Cole Komet is going to have a day. Saints can't cover tight ends. David Montgomery, who I don't like, is probably going to have another good game. Saints are good against the rush, but I, they're, I, I, give me the Bears money line in, in New Orleans. And it's, it's, I, I could end up looking like an idiot after all this. 
but 10 points is a lot, I think, in the playoffs. Uh, Trubisky has been on a different level since he's came back. He's played great, which nobody really expected. Uh, give me the Bears, plus 10, money line, plus 400. Uh, I think Drew Brees goes out very sad. Um, oh shit, Joey. I mean, if you just want to give me the $75, you, know, you can. Uh, but I, okay, let, let's, well, let's just get to it here. I, I'm going, I'm going to go with the Saints to win the game. Um, let's just, let's just throw that out there right now before anybody else starts talking or thinking anything crazy. Uh, you're right. The, the Camara thing scares me. The, the line is, is just really, really weird to me because, you know, the Bears have laid some eggs and the Bears have played exceedingly well here recently down the stretch. Um, you know, the, Here's the thing, when it gets in the playoffs more than any time in the world, and this is why, you know, Patriot fans, so I can touch on this, Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time because when it got down to the playoffs, he outcoached everyone that was against him on that other sideline. You know, and, and that, helped, that helped make Brady the greatest of all time. But at the same time, it's going to come down to coach. So if you're telling me that this game is going to come down to this probably some coaching because you're right, Drew Brees can't throw. Alvin Kamara is will not be released off COVID until Sunday morning. So, what, what kind of shape is he going to be in? Is it has it affected him? You know, you know Lamar had the, the whole cramping problem in the Browns game, sort of shit gate, uh, cramp gate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, from you know what they're saying is his COVID thing. So, what's Kamara look like? Michael Thomas, I'm assuming he's going to play. Uh, I, think, I, heard. He's done, right? uh, I know he started practicing again this week. What's that? I said I thought he was done. Is he, did he start practicing? Yeah, he just got he just got taken off the IR today. Um, so I'm going to go with the Saints to win, and I'm also going to go with the Saints to cover ten points. Um, okay. I have I have a funny feeling this could be one of those like 34 to 10, 34 to 13 games. Uh, they're going to rely heavily on their defense as they freaking should because Drew Brees can't throw the ball, you're going to get a real healthy dose of Taysom Hill this week. I know you love Taysom Hill. God, that guy sucks. <laughs> but Taysom Hill, look, Taysom Hill's not going to be the quarterback. Taysom Hill is going to be the utility back. He's going to help take some of that pressure off Kamara. He's going to do enough. They're going to run that stupid quarterback power bullshit. Um, Ten points, I expect – I would feel a lot better at nine and a half. I expect – there could, there's a real chance at a good push at 10 points in this game. 34-24, 31-21. I can see something like that. But I'm going to go with the Saints just because I, I, I think it's I think it's going to be close. There's going to be a chance for that backdoor cover. Saints defense isn't freaking Alabama in the semifinal game. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. So, let's let's rock and roll. Let's get to these last couple picks here. I'm ready. Okay, okay. okay. All right. Uh, let's see. We got the last game of the weekend. I'm ready, man. Let's freaking do it. I'm feeling good. Last game of the weekend, we got the Cleveland Browns getting six at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Browns don't have a head coach. They're going to miss multiple players. This is like three or four weeks in a row they've been affected by this COVID situation. They yeah. had to play a game with no wide receivers. They, this is the, Olivier Vernon just tore his ACL or fucked up his knee, whatever it was. He, he's done. Uh, this is – I, I don't think this is good. This is not a good remedy for the Browns to win this game. Um, this is also, I think, a game where the Steelers showed enough last week and the Browns showed pretty much their whole hand last week where I think yeah. the Steelers should – should uh, Steelers win, 
Steelers cover. So give me Steelers by seven or more. Um, and that's where I stand on this one. Well, Joey, it's taken six games for us to finally agree on both sides. Uh, I like the Steelers to win outright. I like the Steelers to win by my, my line is also six. I like them to win by like them to win by that. Their offense worries me a little bit, um, but losing Vernon hurt big time. You know, the, the Browns, the Browns have always had a solid front since they got Miles Garrett. You know, he's, he's done a good job of, of holding down that fort. Uh, guys, it's, you know, it is really, you take a head coach from any team. It's going to be really hard. Okay. You take the, you take Sean Payton from the saints. You take Tomlin from the Steelers. You, boy, I tell you, look, Mahomes. It's great. We're going to talk about him next week. You take Andy Reid away from the Chiefs, you'll see you'll see what a lot of people are probably going to see next year with Eric Bieniemy. Okay, not that I don't think he's a great coach, but it's just what happens. And Kevin Stefanski, if you guys haven't noticed, people have laid the groundwork. Baker has done a good job of getting better these last couple of years. The Browns have the Browns have started that get out of shit phase. Um, but Stefanski, man, he. Uh, he he's changed the culture. He did a good job. He did a really good job. I'm, I he was he was my pick for coach of the year just because it, it, that's a hell of a job doing what he did turning that team around. Because guys, a lot of people I think have probably had a a little bit more talent on some teams with Cleveland. I think Hugh Jackson's second year, whatever Baker's first year, I think they had it. I think they eased Baker in. They shouldn't have done that. The rookies sometimes have the best success just letting them out there and not knowing what the hell's going to happen. Um, but it's to fancy's done a very good job. Uh, I, I love Kareem Hunt. I love uh, Nick Chubb. But it, 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 here's here's my biggest thing: it's as bad as losing Stefanski, they lost Joel Petonio too. Joel Petonio is uh, one of the best, if not the best, guard in the NFL. And with a team that is run heavy and play action heavy against a defense that's very good against play action and now they're going to have a lot easier time with the run. That's 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 a lot to ask. You're, it's going to be on Baker's shoulders, and I think I love Baker. I'm a big Baker advocate. I just I just don't see it this year, man. I think I, I think I think if he has Stefanski in his ear, he's got a shot. That's Stefanski. And I, I, give me the Steelers. Honestly, I, I'd probably take the Steelers up to 12 and a half, 13 points uh, if I really had to. So yeah, yeah, I do double digits as well if I had to. Um, if I had to lock in one game. This would probably be the one I would lock. Steelers minus six. Okay. Um, uh, again, I also like uh, my second lock would be Seahawks minus three and a half. If I if I couldn't choose the Steelers, and I would go back to that game, I would lock in the Steelers or Seahawks minus th uh, three and a half because that's just I don't, I don't think that's going to be a very close game, division or not. Um, so there we have it. We have a bunch of difference of opinions. I think if we're going to be doing this bet, we need to end up on a on a final cover or a final total for each of them. I can't have the hook and you, you cannot, we got to find a, a middle ground on each of them. So like we each get the hook or we each don't, or cause I can't, I can't win it. And then you push and you not get a win. We gotta, we gotta have the same thing. We gotta bet on the same line. Gotcha. Uh, we'll figure that out after this, but we'll tweet it out with the episode. So everybody can see and keep track of themselves. And home, yeah, so. yeah, we got plenty of time for that. Absolutely. All right. Sure. So let's get into the final thing of the show. Um, yeah. It's going to be the college football championship game. We have Ohio State Buckeyes getting nine points versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. What I do you think, think? We whole point off in our in our bookies. Go ahead, go ahead. To say your point, I apologize. Go ahead. No, I was just, I was saying. What do you think? I, I um, yeah. See, we're a whole point off. So, I, my my book has them at eight for Alabama minus eight. Um, here's my thing. Okay, I uh, 
I, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I fell asleep for the uh, for the Ohio State Clemson game. Um, I was mortally defeated from the Alabama game, not covering that. I just crawled into bed and went to sleep, and um, I did not watch. Um, but after watching a lot of, I watched one of those college passes where you get the hour, you get a lot of the a lot of the cool plays, a lot of the cool plays. You saw, I saw that Skowski got kicked out of the game on a bullshit call. Um, I know that Skowski is the bread and butter of that defense. I know that Lawrence was not did not have his play caller, and I noticed that a lot of uh, there's a lot of play action called by Clemson, and they only ran for 30 yards in the whole fucking game. So what good is play action? Tell me, Joe, what good is play action going to be when you can't run the damn football? Huh? <laughs> that ain't no good at all. Exactly. Okay. So with that being said, they're not playing Travis Etienne, who has had a pretty bad year. Um, just all in all, he has not performed well. Um, so now when that play action is happening, you're going to see Najee Harris going under and faking. Uh, Najee Harris, in my opinion, is – probably the top running back coming out this year. It's going to be him or ETN. If you put a gun to my head, I'm picking Harris. Uh, he reminds me too much of Derrick Henry with better hands. Realistically, I mean, he's a little bit faster too, I think, in my opinion. He's not obviously as tall and big, but <clears throat> I like Najee Harris a lot. Mac Jones, you know, here's the thing, guys. I don't know about Alabama, <laughs> Alabama quarterbacks when they get to the league, um, but here's the thing. In college, they don't have to throw in the tight windows because – they're so damn wide open with these play calls uh, that it doesn't really matter. I, that Mac Jones isn't going to be the difference maker. The difference maker is going to be whoever's calling the plays in Bama and however healthy Justin Fields is. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take – I say we split the difference at eight and a half here for our hook. Keep that. Eight and a half. I'm going to do Alabama minus eight and a half this week. I like Alabama to win this game. Um, that might be stupid because almost every college final has been incredibly close. It's come down. I know at least one's gone to overtime. I'm pretty sure two have, but I know for a fact one has. Um, and uh, you know what? I, I don't see it. I, I, I think the Ohio State Clemson game was a bit of an anomaly. Uh, you lose your best defensive player on Clemson. Uh, you know, and at the same time, Justin Fields probably sh- cracked a couple ribs on that hit. So there's a lot that goes into that, but uh, I, I think it was a little bit of an anomaly. I, I don't think Justin Fields is that good, personally. We'll talk about that when the draft starts to come up here. Uh, I like Alabama by a lot. They're going to get Jalen Waddle back. Uh, Sean Wade is talking shit about Devontae Smith. Um, I think he's really going to eat those words because I think Devontae Smith is real, real. Like, you had Jerry Judy and Ruggs, and I, I like both those guys. You know, yeah, I think this kid's – this kid's legit, man. He's going to be good at the league. He's good now. I think he's going to cook Sean Wade. And here's the thing. Saban's not playing his hand, guys. Waddle's going to play, okay? The, 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 he's, not, he's not practicing right now to not fucking play on Monday. If you're foolish enough to think he's practicing right now to not come and play on Monday night, get a freaking clue, okay? So when that happens, there's, there's just no shot, dude. You, then you add Najee Harris to the mix. It's it's a wrap. I like Alabama to win outright. I like them to cover eight and a half with your and I spread, and you can take it to the bank. I've bet on Alabama the last three weeks. I've taken it to the bank every time, and they've gotten backdoor three weeks in a row. So fuck that noise, eight and a half, baby. We're going to win by 20 and fuck the backdoor. Let's go. What do you got, Joey? Well, first off, I love it. I love it. But I, I let's – it's over under 75 and a half. That's – crazy that is crazy uh, we're, Monday night is going to be so fun to watch this fucking game it's going to be points after points after points yes. it's going to be an incredible matchup uh I everything in my body says 
Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. They have a better, they have better pro pros, prospects. Uh, they're, the Ohio State's, they can't cover Waddle. They can't cover Devontae Smith. Sean Wade coming in this year was arguably the number one cornerback prospect, and he has been absolutely trash this year. He's been awful. His film looked terrible. He got destroyed by Clemson. He is just getting picked apart by everybody. And now he wants to say, hey, I want to cover Devontae Smith. No, you don't. No, you don't. Fucking Slim Reaper is going to just do whatever he wants against you. It's going to be a long night for him. I've tweeted it out already. Thoughts and prayers to Sean Wade and his family when they're watching, <laughs> when, when they're watching this game Monday night because it's, it's, it's going to be really bad for him. <laughs> having said all of that, give me Ohio State money line. Give me oh, Ohio God. State in the game. I, I think – and for sure, give me Ohio State in the points. Eight and a half, if we're going to settle on that, give me that 100%. Um, when you look at it, the money line, I have plus 225, which I think is extremely low when you have eight nine-point spread. Yeah. Vegas thinks like, hey, this is, they have a legit chance here to win the game. I think the smartest bet of the week – of the weekend, entire weekend, smartest bet of the entire weekend, NFL games included, I think it's Ohio State money line. Ohio State plus the points is the safest bet, I think. Give me Ohio State and the points. Uh, Of course, this will solely depend on Justin Fields' health. If his ribs are okay, he seems to manage it just fine in in the actual game, whether that be the adrenaline. um, (laughs) Now you have a week and a couple days to rest and and let it more – eat more at your body. We'll see how that really affects him and how he comes out. But – they, they have the players to score and keep up with them, as evident by the over-under. You got Chris Olave. You got Trey Sermon, who's a game-breaking running back. He's he, yeah, he, he, the hole, and he's gone. He, you're, it, it's, it's, he, it's a different monster than what J, – J, I love J.K. Dobbins, but he wasn't a game-breaker like that. Uh, Trey Sermon is just – he hits it, and he's gone. Yeah. Um, Dobbins was more of a uh, – he can, he can break it away, but he was more of a, hey, let's pound it. Let me get outside, and I'll take it every so often. But Sermon is just lightning. Uh, yep. Give me Ohio State. Give me the Buckeyes. Uh, I like it, man. Freaking roll tide over here. I mean, <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head. I didn't get. I didn't talk about Ohio State as much as I should have in my argument. Um, guys, my, the bet that I'm saying and making is going to depend on two things. Okay, Bama's going to. Bam is going to stuff the box to try and stop Trey Sermon because here's the thing. Sermon is what has led Ohio State. He, he, he literally single-handedly carried them for almost 400 yards against Northwestern. And not just against Northwestern, a very, very – probably the best defense in the country, I'd have to argue. I don't really know who else would probably be better. Georgia's defense is pretty solid too. But that Northwestern defense was a cut from a different cloth, man. Um, you know, and he – about 400 yards on the ground. That's pretty fucking impressive, guys. Um so they're going to stuff the box. Here's what's going to be. They're, they're going to put Sertain on Olave, okay? And you're going to see that matchup in the NFL here for the next five to seven years easily. Um, Sertain is going to be the top cornerback taken this year. Uh, Olave, I, I'm not sure where he's going to go on draft boards. There's a, this is a heavy, heavy wide receiver class, boy, guys. Um, it, just, it just really is. And uh, here's the thing. Alabama has put the best, the, the best receiver. They put Sertain on him, and that's it. They don't have safety help. If Sertain gets beat, which he did, uh, I know at least once in the SEC, at least once in the SEC championship, might have been twice by uh, uh, our boy uh, Coney or Tony. Um, and uh, you know, it's 
it's going to come down to if he can stop Olave. If he can stop Olave and they can just, they don't have to stop him, but if they can contain Sermon, I, I love Alabama to cover. Eight and a half. It's just that that Bama offense, man, is just it's just something else. It's it's beautiful football to watch. It really is. It's just and you, here's the thing: I, I think we we're only treated the two or three weeks of it with Waddle. And you know, if you, it, I'm pretty sure they were averaging like 62 a game when Waddle was there. Now take it, guys. It was against by the Citadel and freaking you know these other SE, you know some Vanderbilt and anybody else that could play them early in the season. But guys, Waddle has some groundbreaking speed. Anything to get Devontae Smith a little bit extra love and room, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be well used. So give me Bama, roll tide, roll tide minus eight and a half. Champion, Nick Saban, he's getting number what, five now? I think he's four uh, times number five. Or two five, many. five, six, I don't know. Devontae Smith MVP, I'm saying at least, at least, this is bold, at least three touchdowns. He might have four, okay? And the only reason I'm saying that is because – I'm thinking probably – shit. That's a lot of – I just said it. I was about to guarantee five – I'm going to guarantee two for Waddle and two for Smith. We'll keep it at four. Five, six, or seven is not out of the realm of possibility, guys, because here's the thing. Najee Harris is probably going to get one or two, too. So, you said right there, that's fucking 42, 49 points. So, that's my bet. I'm sticking to it. Let's ride or die. Roll tie, baby. We got a heavy weekend against each other. This is going to be fun next time we meet up. One of us is going to be really freaking poor. I don't tell that much. I'm, I'm praying that it's not me again because I lost a lot of money last weekend. So I think you'll be okay if you have a bad weekend this week. What do you I, I, don't, I don't know, man. My kid's got to eat something. I can't lose all this money. Dude, I, I got a kid now, too. I got me a new little puppers. My, my boy, Turp. I'm a new, I'm a proud uh, dog dad. My wife got me in for Christmas. He's a, he's a good little bastard. I love the hell out of him. But, man, he's these puppy years. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I got a puppy, too, and he's just a nightmare. Yeah, we trust me. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, guys. Uh, I know I know my man Joey's going to tweet out everything uh, as far as the episode. Sounds like we're going to have a watch party uh, somewhere, maybe my place, maybe yours. We're going to get some of the guys together. You get to meet the rest of the crew that you haven't met yet. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we're we're a fun group of guys that love sports and love to shit talk each other, love having fun. Look, we, me and Joey wouldn't do this if we didn't have fun. Okay, next week when we come in there's a good chance one of us is way ahead of the other one. And it's not going to stop the one from being down talking a lot of shit, okay? So that's just what we do, all right? So have some fun this week. If you're going to bet, you know, just just follow whatever you think is right, okay? Sometimes it's just what it comes down to. There's Nobody went, Nobody has made money not trusting their gut, okay? I can tell you right now, somebody put $2,000 on UMBC to beat Virginia, okay? It turned into like half a million. Why the hell they would bet that? When nobody's ever won that bet, whoever's got $2,000 to put it on it, fucking champs, okay? Maybe it'll be me one day. Trust your gut. Let it ride, okay? Have some fun. Those are our picks. You know, look, we are here to make money. And honestly, we've actually done a damn good job with our underdog money lines up until, obviously, the season's pretty much gone with no bowls left. It's just playoffs. College basketball's ramping up. You know, COVID's getting real ugly again around the country. So, just stay safe, guys. Stay safe. Have some fun. And let's let's just crush it this weekend. Let's make some damn money, Joey. I'm all about it. Oh, hell yeah. I think we went 5-2 and two in our underdog money line picks. Uh, I think you went 3-1. and one, I went 2-2. Two and two. That's just – you yeah. are 3 and – what's that? 5-3? and three? Uh, Either way, underdog money lines, you're, you're still crushing it if you're – if oh, you're yeah. – so – 
we were well, way up on that. Plus three fifty, at least. Two. I know the yeah. coast game was plus three fifty, and then the one that you hit was plus like almost four hundred. So I mean, yeah, if you guys, you know, like, so you don't have to put a lot of money down, but shoot, even you know, 30, 40 bucks on a bet like that, you're, you know, you're making 150 bucks, you know, or if you're, if you're big into gambling like us, you're putting a hundred dollars on and you're, you're smashing some real money. So, you know, just enjoy guys. If you have any questions, tweet at myself or Joey, you know, he's, we're always on Twitter. We're always talking, you know, I I saw Joey give some great advice last week with some uh, fantasy uh, playoff or two weeks ago with some fantasy championships on the line um, with, I know Beasley, uh, Beasley versus, uh, Oh God, Beasley versus um uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. I, I actually don't think it worked out because I think Robbie scored a touchdown Robbie and Beasley. That was the game where Diggs had like two hundred and three tutties and yep, I did. Yeah, like, so well, not, yeah, you're right. Well, so, we didn't expect Diggs to go off for that much and not Beasley get no love out of that. But hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh yeah, man, and that's and honestly that that worries me a little bit in my Bills bet because both those guys popped up on the injury report today too. So I saw that. Yeah, we'll see, man. So let's let's have some fun. Let's cheer on. Some, we got some good. This guys, it's running out. Okay, February fourth or sixth is going to be here really soon, and it's over. We're going to have to wait another. What is it? September? No, eight, seven, eight months. And then we're going to be freaking heartbroken. You're going to have to listen yeah. to us talk about baseball and basketball. And look, I, I love those sports. I love all sports, man. Football just hits different. Football yeah. is football is the shit. So and remember this weekend when you're betting, good teams win, great teams cover. Yes, so let's, sir. Worry, let's worry about the spread, boys. <laughs> Ohio State is not a great team. Fuck that. <laughs> so, great teams cover. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what yeah, freaking God, dude. Oh, quoting Big Cat on me. Freaking beat the shit <laughs> out of me. All right, boys. Deuces. As always, a pleasure. Thank you, my man. I appreciate it. See you, fellas. You. See you. See you.